Hi, welcome to the Songwriter Diaries. This is a podcast all about picking the brain of every songwriter that you know. So grab a glass of wine and join us. My name is Megan Ellsworth. My co-host is Caroline Stump. This is the Songwriter Diaries. We're all depressed, so let's write a song about it. Hello. Hello. <laughs> and welcome to the final episode of season eight of the Songwriter Diaries. Oh my God. This is insane. I never thought we would get here, honestly. I know, this is nuts. And we have a Patreon. We're like really grown up now. It's crazy. We are so grown up. If you have not looked at our Patreon yet, we are killing it over there with the video content. And maybe in the future, we will release those to the public. But for now... They are just over on Patreon. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you can financially support prompts. us. And songwriting prompts, a songwriting space to share your songs. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's a lot of fun awesome. over there. It's so fun. Aww. And if you don't know about it, for shame, go join up. Link in um, bio. <laughs> I'm like, we are trying to make money off of this now. <laughs> We've been doing eight seasons, no income, people. Let's no go. No income. <laughs> Um, but that just proves we love it, you know? Yeah, we do. This is so fun. Um, and this episode is Q&A to, f- to finish out the season. And we got some fun questions. So yes. let's hit it off. So our first question is from Jordan Lair, which we love you, OMG, Jordan. hey. And it is, oh, Jordan was on an episode. Yes, I always forget tricky the tricky existence. existence. Yep, the Tricky Existence crossover. Go listen to that with Jordan Lair and Pearl Tate. We love them. But she asks us, which song on Midnight's emotionally wrecked you the most? <laughs> and now, secret time, pre-recording, I asked oh, Meg no. if they had listened to Midnight's <laughs> and they said, yeah, with a sad, uncomfortable face. <laughs> So clearly Meg is not a fan. Oh no. I'm getting called out. Taylor Swift hater. But here I am as a Swiftie. (laughs) I am a Swiftie. So okay, Meg. So why don't you answer that? Okay, okay, I'll share my thoughts. Um well, first of all, I would like to preface this with I love Taylor Swift. Like I think she's a great business person. I think she is a great songwriter. Her music's just not really my bag. Um, I've never really been a Taylor Swift like fan musically. I mean, I love her hits. I love some of those hits. Like she writes a damn good pop song. But you know, like mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I, I skimmed through Midnight's and I was like, Meh. uh, it's just not really the kind of music that I like to listen to. And um, but I will say there's one song song Sound. on tiktok that's like trending the sparkle bejeweled i do that one's fun mm. that one is fun and it's catchy and i like that one <laughs> okay so that's what i have to say about that <laughs> um i could make a whole podcast episode just about this album i love i <laughs> think this is her most well-written album lyrically love it lyrically really um, wow love that it, like when you because the first time I listened through I was very distracted by the sounds and the mm-hmm. instrumentation and the production 
and I wasn't really focusing on the lyrics that much, but if you go through and you actually listen to the lyrics and even read along with Mm. the like song that's going on, Mm -hmm. it is incredible. So the first line that stuck out to me is I have it pulled up. Oh my God. Yes. I love this. Let's deep dive. (laughs) Deep dive. I... It's from the song High Infidelity, which I think is on the 3 a.m. version, which have you listened to the... Th- yes, it is. Have you listened to the 3 a.m. version? No. Those are my favorite songs. The 3 a.m. version okay. has extra songs and they're my favorites on the album. Okay. I think that's an unpopular opinion. Hot I take. Know. I don't know. We only deliver hot takes here. <laughs> only hot takes. Um, But the line is... You know, there's many different ways that you can kill the one you love. The slowest way is never loving them enough. And that line destroyed me. I was sobbing. It destroyed me. Um, So that one definitely emotionally wrecked me the most. Mm, Okay. Um, Just that line in particular is so good. My favorites, Mm. Antihero is so good. I do like that one. Yes. Like so relatable Mm. and... Oh my gosh. She's just incredible. And mm-hmm. the music video. So, so good. cute. I love that. It's so good. Yeah. Um, and then another one that I really like is vigilante shit. It is oh. very good. Is that the cat um, eye one? Yes. Yeah. 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 Yep. Mm-hmm. That one's a bop. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the one, I mean, all the lyrics are so good. I need to like, listen through again. Oh, you're on your own kid. That also emotionally wrecked me. Mm, I did like that one musically. You always have been. Bitch, yes, I have. I've always been on my own. Oh, shit. Taylor just knows, man. man. (laughs) It's just so good. And I'm sure I'll have others that emotionally wreck me the more I listen. Dear Reader is so good. To close. Um, Is that on the main one or is that just on the 3 Is that the last one on the main one? No, that is only on the 3 a.m. version. Okay, yeah, I should listen to the 3 a.m. version. Dear Reader, it closes the album. It is so good. Um, Again, lyrically, just amazing. I think this is her best lyrical content. And I'm a Swifty for life. I, I signed up for the pre You did? <gasps> uh, well, she's yeah, coming I'm really to Nashville and Haim is playing um, with her. Well, see, right? I saw Haim. I'm not a huge Haim live i love their music i love their music live i was not impressed i'm sorry i'm sorry maybe it was about show oh my god i was not impressed with them live have you seen them live oh yes i love them oh my god live their vocals are not that good my pants their vocals are not that good maybe it was an off night because it must have been an off night i was literally front row like in pit and um i made direct eye contact with sd heim the bassist Ooh. And the old eldest sister, and I fucking love her bass face. And Ooh, yes, oh my god, I'm such a huge Heim fan. Like I'm a diehard Heim fan. Um, yeah, maybe it was just an off night. Maybe it was because wow, I was not I love super them. impressed. Um, so I was. Good. It was also in an outdoor venue, so that could be it too. Mm. It always, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, Phoebe Bridgers is opening in Nashville, so that's why Ooh. I want to go. This is how you know Taylor is so talented because she I has know. such talented openers. I know. And the fact I that love she Heim's loves Bridgers makes me respect Taylor mm-hmm. even more than I already did. Mm-hmm. Because I'm like, 
even though like I don't love Taylor's music just because it's a different genre than I prefer I know that she respects and appreciates good music aka Phoebe Bridgers Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I love that he yeah and just as a businesswoman so great the first woman smart first person I think to have all of their songs in the top 10 the top 10 billboard charts it was all Taylor Swift and it was the first time ever that a man wasn't in the top 10 isn't that wild oh my god that's amazing yeah yeah she's obviously an icon yeah I'm just not a pop girl you know I'm not a pop girly that is fair that is fair you liked folklore and evermore yeah see I'm because that yeah yeah yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and for some reason I was kind of thinking midnights was gonna be along that vein Mm -hmm. um and this is more like reputation but also a little Mm folklore it's definitely more pop anywho we stand taylor and hi stan taylor and phoebe um the more i listen to this album i'm sure the more it will emotionally wreck me but i hope that was satisfying gordon (laughs) also just to clarify again i like heim's music it was probably an off night i don't want to come on here as a heim hater i love heim okay (laughs) there's a reason i bought tickets to their show okay she's not a heim hater (laughs) i'm not a heim hater i literally bought tickets to their show and they had some great songs there was just one of them that i was not thrilled with their singing Mm-hmm. and i i don't remember which one so don't come at me <laughs> so don't okay. ask <laughs> next question moving on okay the heim fandom's gonna be we're canceled gonna be pissed. Um, this is from jacob larson hey, previous two-time guest mm-hmm. oh listen to those episodes mm-hmm. um and he asks how has your experience in the music industry changed since 2020 whether that be in live performance or on the industry business side Oh my god, I love that question. I love him. Hi, Jacob. I love you. Hi, Jacob. Um, do you want to go first? Or do you want me to go first? You go first. Okay. I would say my relationship with music and my musical career has deeply changed since like 2019 or like the beginning of the pandemic 2020. Um, I feel like I was on like this upward trajectory, like out getting out of college. And then 2021, I like released an album and then um, end of 2021 and beginning of 2022, I was totally burnt. I like burnt myself out after the album release Um, and then some other things. And now I feel like I'm trying to find the joy in music again. Um, So I'm playing less shows as like a solo artist and I'm singing more backup harmonies and vocals in other bands, which is really fun. And I'm taking more of a lead role in Colin's band, Tomato Soup. And um, that's like fun for me. And because I have such a cushy like day job, um, like music has the ability to just, you know, it's like be fun. It doesn't have to be like an all-consuming career for me and also like diving into songwriter diaries and we've been doing more episodes and stuff um and I've been like freelancing podcast editing and stuff I kind of 20 like the pandemic kind of made me realize that um I've been doing music since I was so small and like all I ever wanted was to be like you know the big person on the Grammy stage and and um 
feel like the pandemic kind of taught me that like I don't need that to be content and maybe I don't even want that at all and I like gardening and I love cooking and baking and just casually writing a song purely to process my emotions and maybe not play it for anyone ever um but I will say I do want to record another album but I think this the last two years have been a really deep time of growth for me I feel like I've actually become an adult um and that's like weird and transformative but it's also good so yeah that's where I'm at with music Mm -hmm. yeah I feel like so many people went through the transition of 2020 up till now of maybe what I thought I wanted for so long isn't actually what I want Mm -hmm. or need Mm -hmm. and I think I had a similar experience of also released an album start of 2021 Mm -hmm. and I was like I'm gonna perform out I had just moved to Nashville a few months prior I'm gonna write with other people I'm gonna do the writers rounds I'm gonna do the whole thing yeah and then I just didn't and I really didn't feel like anything was missing Mm -hmm. which I think was kind of scary because I had this whole plan of I obviously moved to Nashville for an industry job but then I've kind of dove into the industry I've focused a lot on our podcast Mm -hmm. started doing social media stuff for Jacob ironically who um, wrote the question question asker um and kind of trying to you know pursue more on that side Mm -hmm. than songwriting and I still write like a decent amount Mm -hmm. not necessarily songs but Mm -hmm. um I think that since the pandemic it's just it's a lot of work having a full-time job and being a creative person and also going through so many horrific things in our country Mm -hmm. and in the world um it's just exhausting and I Mm -hmm. think I've taken more time to just be with the people I love and do things not to make a profit or even just make an impact just for me you know Mm -hmm. like I love doing puzzles I love love embroidering I'm horrible at embroidering but I love it you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I like reading and going on walks you know Mm -hmm. things that are not necessarily productive and that's been a hard shift for me especially since 2020 of oh I need to be doing something all the time that's making a difference and making an impact yeah however recently I have been wanting to get more about blah 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 (laughs) back into songwriting more love that um so actually tonight with Bonnie I have my first co-write in Nashville ever (gasps) ever Oh my so god. That's wild. And it's with Bonnie. So it's, I mean, it's going to be. And chill. she's been a also, guest. Love yes, her. Yes, Bonnie's been a past guest. Go listen to that episode. She is one of, she's one of my biggest inspirations ever. I I'm love like, her. She is so industry driven, but mm-hmm. still loves to write and loves to perform and all that stuff, but doesn't feel the need to do the whole writer's round thing all the time, mm-hmm. which I have so many friends that do that all the time to you know, get their name out there, make connections. And it's just exhausting. Yeah. No, and totally. I, if it makes you happy, do it. Yeah. But don't feel the need to do it just because that's what people are telling you you need to do. 
Yeah, um, absolutely. But yeah, I think it's been a shift of what I thought I wanted for so long versus what I actually want in my life. And I think I'm in that transition. It's like a quarter life crisis. Yeah. I mean, hopefully like a third life crisis. I don't want to live until I'm a hundred. That's, that seems old. I'm going to be decrepit, Um, but I'm having some sort of life crisis. That's not really a crisis. It's, it's good. It's, you know, yeah, it's like a transformation. Mm -hmm. Yes. So very excited about that. Wanting to get back into music, Mm -hmm. but wanting to not take it as seriously. Yes. Um, Same. And that might sound bad, but I, (laughs) I don't know. I don't think it does. Yeah, it's just, it really is exhausting. And if I, if somehow I got the means to quit my day job and do songwriting full time, I don't know if I would. Yeah. Like I, because it's so draining creatively and I love the industry so much Mm -hmm. and I love helping other writers and other Mm -hmm. artists. And I don't think I would give that up for the spotlight. I don't think I would. Um, But if that happens in 10 years, don't come at me and quote this episode. Um, <laughs> can you imagine? <laughs> On November 7th, twenty. I start touring for like yodeling said. or something. Yodeling. Oh my God. Um, I oh. need to, I'm going to pause the recording really quick because I need to plug in my laptop. All right. These Love next that. two questions are from Lily Detay, also a past <gasps> guest. Lily Detay. And my best friend. Yes, and um, the host of New Song November, which yes, we're not which... doing this year. And I'm honestly glad because I was like, that's so much pressure. It's so much pressure and so much work. And I think everyone should do it if they have time. Mm-hmm. And Lily would tell you, do not put the pressure on yourself. Just write a new song anytime you can. Yep. It doesn't matter if you hit every day. Yep. Um, and Megan and I were going to do it and alternate <laughs> days. But you know what? We said No. You said maybe not, but we were like, we're everyone busy. else should do it. Yeah, everyone else should do it. It's just, it's a lot, especially when we're going through this creative transformation. Mm-hmm. Yes, but yeah, precisely. That's our excuse for not doing it, but everyone should go do it and follow Lily Detay to see her songs every day. Yes. Um, they're amazing. Um, it's frustrating that she can write good songs like every day. I know. It's incredible. Um, but it's fine it's fine whatever um so she had two questions one for you one for me oh okay so this is her question for you okay Megan how has touring differed for you this year compared to other years what have you learned Ooh. okay well I didn't really go on a tour this year um but I've definitely um traveled and played shows and I think that's what the difference is um like usually I go like on a little road trip every summer with my partner Colin and we play a few shows and we did that this year but it was way more low-key um like we played like one backyard show for my family um and then but in the spring I like was traveling um Traveling. Everyone go watch the video version to see Phoebe just see my posing cat. in the background <laughs> behind Megan's head. She's so majestic. God damn it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was definitely playing more shows in this the spring of this year. Um, and I like got flown out 
to play in New Orleans, which was really cool for like a roofing conference um, and it paid really well and it was Yes. awesome. Um, and so I guess that's the difference. Usually like I would take a road trip during the summer and play more like like book shows and like play shows. But this year I didn't really do that. I just kind of enjoyed a fun road trip with my partner and we brought a friend with us. And um, But we're pretty much planning on touring next summer, um, Ellsworth, and then maybe even tomato soup. So Yes, just so exciting. like taking that idea of like um, not taking everything quite so serious and like Colin has this saying of like, um, you're either silly or serious. And I want to live life silly. I want to be silly more Yes. often and not so serious. Um, and I so, love yeah, that. that's, Oh, that's Colin, what also touring a past has been guest. like. Colin, yes, <laughs> tomato soup. you could tell we just have, like, we genuinely love all the people we interview. I know. Yeah. So, like, please Hey. go listen to their episodes because Mm -hmm. we actually value their opinions and Mm-hmm. thoughts. Yeah. And they're so wise. It's amazing. So wise. Um, yeah, that's interesting. I, I mean, I've never done like a tour. I've obviously played shows, but Lily and I actually booked a tour for when COVID was happening. Oh, that's right. And I was so excited to actually go on a tour, especially Yeah. with Lily because she tours constantly. So Yeah. she just kind of knows the, Mm-hmm. knows the ways of touring that Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and also just like week-long road trip with your best friend is always great Yeah, so fun. um but yeah then obviously COVID happened but I'm hoping that someday we can do it again or do a show in Des Yeah. Moines because even just our our advertising and marketing was like all our childhood pictures together where we're like have little bowl cuts and oh my gosh it was everything Oh my God. um yeah so I'm hoping that we can do that again at some point and You guys should do a tour from Tennessee to Denver. we could we could but it's just now we have full-time jobs you know Oh yeah, that's right. Shit. <laughs> shit you have to work crazy um okay and then lily asked me a question as well Okay. so i didn't feel left out Okay, good. <laughs> um she says caroline how has working on the industry side of music influenced your songwriting Which i Interesting. thought this was a very interesting question and I would say kind of what we talked about before of I working in music all the time makes it like kind of not fun to work on music when I'm not working. I, I don't know if that makes any sense, Mm -hmm. no it but does it yeah it's exhausting. Like you work all day at your roofing job. Can you imagine if just afterwards <laughs> you literally had to go and like go roof houses for fun? fuck Like, no yeah, like. Just, you know, <laughs> I mean, that's a horrible comparison, that's but so just bad but working, but i get it but working in music <laughs> mm -hmm. and then writing music after working in music all day and working on getting songwriters paid all day. Yeah. Just sometimes you need a break um, from the industry entirely. Mm -hmm. Um, and also just this is my first job out of college, like my first full time job, which I'm so blessed. Yeah. to have Mm hmm um but I didn't realize how exhausting it would be like working a full nine to five job Mm hmm. because I'd never had one before 
Mm-hmm. And so I think that's also influenced my songwriting in the sense that I don't have the energy or the yeah. mental capacity. Yeah. I just want to sit on my couch and eat dinner and watch a movie and go to bed. Like I yeah. don't want to spend time getting my creative juices flowing and write, um, which I'm trying to get better at because I do. It's when I start writing, I always enjoy it. It's just yeah. getting started. Mm-hmm. That is very difficult for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. And then I also think it has, Ooh. Oh, 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 I'm a 12 year old boy. Um, <laughs> it has also, um, made me more open to co-writing. I think working in the industry Yay. because I see how many artists have so many writers on their songs. Yeah. Which don't get me wrong. I'm not going to write with 10 people. That's <laughs> horrible. And it's horrible for your publishers. Stop doing it. Um, but I see how much goes into just creating one song. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think now it's kind of encouraged me to like get new perspectives because I'm usually a solo writer. Yeah. Um, and then I'll bring it usually to Ben, also past guest. Ben. ben. Oh my gosh, I can't speak. Ben Paisano, of course, Akana. <laughs> great producer, great guest. Listen to He's his the best. episode as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll bring it to him and he'll, you know, add his zhuzh to it, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I usually write solo. So it's encouraged me to, um, kind of look into co-writing more. I like that. That's cool. Yeah. But and I'm excited yeah. that you're doing your first Nashville co-write. Today. I know. <laughs> I know. Hopefully it happens. We have the habit of bailing on each other because again we're working full-time industry jobs mm-hmm. and it's fucking exhausting mm-hmm. so we'll see if it happens I mean it will happen at some point mm-hmm. but um it should be good I'm like nervous <gasps> don't be nervous I'm, I'm like always nervous about writing with people because I'm like what if I'm actually not good mm-hmm. and I think that I'm better than I am and then oh, I go no. in and I'm like everyone's like oh your writing is horrible well, luckily, we live in such a polite society that, like, no one would really ever say that. To but is yeah. that worse or better is the question. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> I I mean, I wouldn't want I, – I admire Bonnie so much, I wouldn't want her to say it to my face. I know. She can say it behind my back. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah not like sure. she would. I'm painting Bonnie to be, like, so critical. Bonnie's <laughs> like, I do not care. This is just fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think that's how it's shaped my thought. It's it's really shaped my thoughts on music and also made me way more um, impressed by songwriters and musicians. I think mm. working in the industry, like people release content all the time. Oh, I know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And even like, I kind of thought it would slow down during the pandemic and that- mm-hmm it would now be picking back up but honestly I feel like it's the opposite way mm-hmm. I feel like during the pandemic people were releasing a lot more mm-hmm. I mean we're still in the pandemic don't get me wrong but yeah. during the height of the pandemic people yeah. were releasing a lot more mm-hmm. um than I think they are now which maybe is not statistically correct and it's just my outlook on it but yeah it's wild it's a wild wild west out here in it is Nashville, Tennessee. Nashville Tennessee hey now um uh, Okay, I have one question just to be festive. Oh, yes. Since this is our final episode. So what's your favorite holiday song? Okay. 
mine's gonna be the most predictable answer from me and it's little saint nick by the beach boys <gasps> oh um but i love that song love that oh song God. okay yeah I what is your favorite um mine's by merle haggard covered by I, love Bridgers. I know i i love both versions mm. i think sometimes i lean more towards the original merle mm. haggard version um because it reminds me of my grandpa um but phoebe bridgers is so good i love her version but it's called if we make it through december it's my favorite mm. christmas song at least right now i feel like it definitely changes like last year yeah. it was probably something different yeah um i really like the classics too i know yeah me too like even the ones that are super religious like i know they just kind of still hit though they kind of still hit i'm like oh damn yeah church choirs be singing yeah <laughs> oh shit oh well this has been a great season i can't believe it's, it i can't believe it either i say this every season i'm like how are we still doing this i know um and i feel like we're more committed than ever i know Ooh. so exciting <laughs> so our next season season nine Mm-hmm. We need to do something big for season 10. I'm already like I thinking know. ahead. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> but for season nine, we are going to be back in your ears mm-hmm. on the first Tuesday of February, February mm-hmm. 7th. We're going to take a much needed break for the holidays. Mm-hmm. And we hope you guys do too. Mm-hmm. Do some self-care. Yes, but know. actual Love self-care. Yourself. Yeah. Not like a bubble bath. Do some meditation and some journaling. Okay. Yeah. Maybe book Do a real self care. Make the holidays yes, make, are hard. Yes. Make a therapy appointment. Mm-hmm. And don't get cuffed this season just to be cuffed for the season. Okay. Yeah. Fuck that. I mean, those people have probably already done that because of the pumpkin patches and stuff. So. Oh yeah. Shit. Oh. Well. I would fall. I've fallen into that. I'm speaking from experience. <laughs> Go listen to Taylor's album. <laughs> yeah, and get on your vigilante shit. Yes, and to see updates from us for the rest of the year, go on over to the Songwriter Diaries at wait at the Songwriter Diaries on Instagram. <laughs> I know how to self promote. <laughs> um, and yeah, we'll be posting some stuff over there the rest of the year just to keep you guys entertained. Yes, um, thanks for but, listening. We wouldn't yes. be doing this without you people. So yes, we'll we'll be back in the new year. Adios. Bye.